Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Chaye Sara Shvi'i, the last Aliyah in Parshas Chaye Sara, which closes our parsha. The topic of our Aliyah is the generations of Yishmael. It is seven psukim long, from Perik Chofe, Pasuk Yudbeis to Yud Uches. Um, let's take a look at a basic summary and then a few points to ponder. So we hear the following. The 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 Ela told us Yishmael ben Avraham. These are the generations of Yishmael, the son of Avraham, who is the son of Hagar. And we hear about the, his children's names. We hear about Nevayot, Kedar, Ad Be'el, Mivsam, Mishma, Duma, Masach, Hadad, Teima, Yatur, Nafish, Kedma. So we hear about all his children, and they are Shnei Masar Nesim, twelve princes, each to their own nation. And these, and we hear that he lives for one hundred and thirty-seven years, and he passes away, and he's, he's gathered up to his people. And we hear that he dwells between Chavilat Shur, um, which is in the area of Egypt, coming towards Ashura. Upon all his brothers, he fell. Interesting information here. And the first basic question that is the last pasuk is, what does it mean he falls upon upon his brothers? So the Radak points out that this is a fulfillment of the prophecy of the Malach to Hagar, because she had heard the following words to the angel, Al kolechov yishkon, on the face of his brothers he will dwell. And that's really what's happening here, Al kolechov nafal, um, that he is falling or dwelling upon his brothers. And the word nafal really means to say dwelling. However, it's interesting, Rav Hirsch points out that the word nafal, to fall, means to say happenstance, without intentionality in life. And that's what it means, that Yishmael doesn't live with order, he doesn't necessarily live with, uh, with direction or, or plan, he just, you know, wherever he happens to be, that's where he stays, very nomadic expression over here. It is interesting to note, and all this, this, is, this is certainly a generalization, but in, if you look in the land of Israel, most of um, most of the large city centers um, that were under Arab control for centuries upon centuries upon centuries were really just built on the ruins of previous civilizations. Most of the Arab population in Israel did not create their own cities and city centers. Unlike, let's say, the, when the Jewish settlers came back at the end of the 1800s and the beginning of the 1900s, where they made city after city, Tel Aviv, huge places which never really were before. Um, a lot of the, the, the Arab civilizations were upon the ruins of previous civilizations. Perhaps this is an understanding of Alpanei Kol Echov Nafal. Upon, upon the, the other civilizations that were taken over is where they dwell as well. Finally, one question on this Aliyah is, why do we need this Aliyah? What is the point of hearing about the children of Yishmael? So it's obviously, it, it should be patently obvious that this paragraph is to be contrasted with the following paragraph, which begins our next parasha, which starts with the following words. Ve'ele told us Yitzchak. These are the generations of Yitzchak. Our Aliyah begins with the words, Ve'ele told us Yishmael. So clearly these two paragraphs are meant to be read back to back. The only difference is, is that when describing the told us of Yitzchak, which is next week's parasha, told us, we hear, Ve'ele told us Yitzchak ben Avraham, Avraham holidus Yitzchak. The, the Torah goes out of its way to associate Yitzchak being the child of Avraham. Unlike over here, where Yishmael is associated being the the door, the the Dort, the son of Hagar, who is the Shivchas Sara la Avraham. So it's very much a circuitous connection to Avraham because the Torah is de-emphasizing his connection to Avraham. So that should be obvious when reading this. But more than that, the Ramban points out that only by great tzaddikim do we hear their deaths and their, their burial in such a way mentioned in, with such language. This is perhaps to corroborate the, the idea that he really did do Teshuvah. He really did do a process of, of return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's why his years are measured. What is interesting is, uh, is that Rav Soloveitchik makes it a very fascinating point. 
And that is, is that this is also to be read in contrast to the beginning of the next parasha where we hear about years upon years upon years where Yitzhak does not succeed in having a child with Rivka. And for all those years and all those promises for legacy and so many children, it doesn't seem to be working. Whereas with Yishmael, we hear one, two, three, boom, boom, boom. We have about 12 Nisim, the whole thing. Everything is, everything seems to be working just fine. Generations, lots of, lots of children, cities, princes, the whole business. And uh, and uh, points out again, similarly to how we ended the last week's parasha as well, with the children of um, of Milka and Nachar and the whole business, there, where it seems to be without test. Being the part of the covenantal community, being part of the people who are chosen by God means to say there's going to be struggles in order to do that. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be pleasant. There's going to be lots of uphill battles and weights and patience and inconvenience. And that's part of what it means to be chosen, is that you're not left sort of tucked away at the end of a parasha just as a summary of all your success, but rather we focus on all those very difficult crucibles of growth as part of that covenantal community. With this, we close the seventh Aliyah and Parshas Chayesar. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day and a beautiful Shabbos.